Welcome to the University of Vermont Medical Center Nursing Podcast Series. This is episode number 10, created by nurses. For nurses. I'm Colleen Roach, an oncology nurse. And I'm Robert Hamble, a heart failure clinician and the chair of the NPG's Coordinating Council. This is our attempt at using a platform to share new initiatives, current events, and a chance to celebrate some of the highlights of the great work happening here at the hospital. This episode, we're going to hear about updates on the Miller Building, which is happening on June 1st. And we've been busy. As a bee. And we happen to have um, someone here to talk about their beekeeping hobby and the Bee Award. Let's get started. Wow. What an awesome Nurses Week. I mean, from the award ceremonies, the scholarships, learning more about Nurses Blake passion projects, it was just a great week. And a surprise for me and something I really was blown away was the Bee Award and the Daisy Celebration that happened on Friday. If you haven't heard about it, we just uh, kicked off a new nomination called the Bee Award, and there was so much great energy at that meeting. We said, why don't we bring in those people and have them talk a little bit more about it? So we have with us today Lisa Gale and Steph Ratu, and they're both nurses from the oncology floor. Lisa is, sits on the LNA Council, and Steph is on the Experience and Wellness NPG Council. And they're going to tell us a little bit more about the B Award. How did you guys, thanks for coming, first of all. She's all business today. I'm She's jumping business. right in. I mean, we have to also announce that we have our number one fan here today. Yes, Steph. <laughs> that Steph. is true. I am definitely your number one fan. I have t-shirts made. It's great. <laughs> She's a good supporter. So tell us, like, you guys sit on different NPG councils. How did you come together to do this project, the B Award? So Steph and I uh, work together, as um, Colleen said, on the oncology floor. And um, we just were discussing um, new initiatives that we were um, thinking about. And we talked about how the LNA Council was really excited about doing some sort of award for um, LNAs and support staff. And Steph mentioned that her council, Experience and Wellness, also want to do something similar. So we decided we should bring forces together and start this awesome initiative. I love that. That you guys said, hey, common themes, let's work together and use the power of MPG to just build something awesome. That's great. You're, you're a proud chair. Right? I am proud. <laughs> So what, tell, Steph, tell us what is the B Award? Um, so the B Award provides some meaningful recognition uh, to all support staff at the University of Vermont Medical Center. Um, so basically this award acknowledges those staff um, that go beyond expectations every day. Um, it's really a, anybody can nominate uh, someone for a B Award, um, patients, uh, other coworkers, um, but it's really just a unique way to um, recognize the impact that uh, we all have on patients. Yeah, that's a great way. And Daisy has been such a huge hit. How do people nominate people? Where will they find flyers? Will it be kind of designed similar to the Daisy program? We're hoping to have a pamphlet sent to units um, shortly, and they will be able to nominate um, just filling out that um, pamphlet and giving it to any co any um, coworker, um, and they can submit it. Uh, we'll also, another idea is to put it in the welcome packet um, so that families and patients can see it. What's the plan for the, f the celebrations? How often will those happen? So those are going to be taking place every other month. Uh, we will, um, all nominees will be honored um, 
with a card and a pin, and then we will select um, someone that we feel really embodies the Bee Award, um, and they will have a celebration on their unit. Um, very similar to the Daisy, we'll have a, um, a little celebration with a basket of honey goods. Ooh, honey. How sweet. How sweet it is. <laughs> I, for one, can't wait to nominate so many of my outstanding coworkers. The Bee Award compliments the Daisy Award because you can't have the daisies without the outstanding work of the honeybees. Well, we love these projects, people trying to recognize one another for the good work they're doing. And if you hear of, you know, a patient or staff member talking about how good one of the support staff is, tell them about the Bee Award and get this program uh, up and running so that we can get people some more recognition. Yeah. Thank you for being you. (laughs) 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 Thanks again for coming in. Uh, We appreciate all this great information. Um, Thanks. Thanks, guys. Our highlighted nurse today happens to be a beekeeper. What a coincidence. From our bee award to a beekeeper. We have Michelle Greason with us here today. She is a transport and flight nurse, and she's going to tell us about her hobby as a beekeeper. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. Hi, thanks for having me. So tell us, how did you get into this hobby? I really got into it by by accident a little bit. Um, I had really bad allergies for a while, and my mom told me to take raw honey, and it actually worked. Uh, a little bit of raw honey every day makes it so I pretty much have no allergies. Hmm. So it's I mean, not just a myth, it actually works. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> a sweet myth, that's true. <laughs> So I thought, we love bees, I love honey, Um, we thought we'd play off our thing that we do five interesting things about bees. So we're going to ask you a couple questions, is that okay? Sure. All right. When people say busy as a bee, what does that mean? It means that bees work absolutely harder than anything else in the summer. They can actually um, work themselves to death, essentially, at the end, they have a much shorter lifespan in the summer than the winter. So busy as a bee is they're working so hard that they die. Yeah. Wow. Well, they're exhausted. Um, we're going to make a bee line. What does that mean? It means you make a straight line for the flowers that you're going for. They pick a flower that they're going out to harvest for that in particular that particular mission, and they only hit those flowers each time until they bring the pollen back, and then they could switch it up. So it's not a buffet of whatever they want. They strategically go after daffodils and then other stuff? Yes. Holy cow. What's the lifespan of a bee? In the summertime, it's much shorter. It's um, anywhere from probably about four to six weeks. And in the winter, it can be much longer, up to six months. And as far as the actual honey that they produce, is it true that it's good forever? Correct. Honey never spoils. Oh. But what's you had mentioned something about like if it reaches a certain temperature, that's uh, not good? Right. It, um, people think that once it crystallizes, it's gone bad, but it actually has not. The moisture content has just changed. So if you have raw honey specifically, you should never microwave. If it has crystallized, you just want to put it in warm water because the microwave kind of zaps the good stuff in it. Uh-huh. And what's this whole thing about males and bees? <laughs> so the uh, hives are majorly females. And in the winter, when it's time to close up shop, the the males, which are called drones, they don't collect any honey ever. They're just in the hive. So in the summer, they stay there to keep things clean. But in the winter, the f- females kick them all out to the curb and um, then they're out to fend for themselves. Huh. That is interesting. That's your fun fact for the next part. Yeah. (laughs) How much honey does a bee make? 
One individual bee will make about a quarter of a teaspoon probably in its whole life. So not very much, but collectively you can get a lot of honey from a hive because there's thousands and thousands of bees in each hive. Our top story, a tri-county bee, Barry Benson, is saying he intends to sue the human race for stealing our honey, packaging it and profiting from it illegally. Uh, our five easy questions turns to ten, but thank you for answering <laughs> them, and thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, bees, you know, you just see them running around all the time. My kids run away from the bees always, but it's so interesting to just learn a lot about that. So thank you for being here and tying into our bee. Our our producer, Colleen Roach, did an amazing job of tying <laughs> bees them. to a beekeeper. So thanks again. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. Yeah, no problem. So we feel a little remiss, and I apologize this. We haven't really been talking a lot of this, but you may understand that come June 1st, there's this new thing happening called the Miller Building. I don't know if people have heard about that. I don't yet. know. We really haven't talked too much about it, but we thought we'd bring somebody in, one of our transition leaders, to kind of talk about what the work's been done up to this day and what June 1st may look like and kind of the effect of being a transition leader. So, Colleen, I'm going to let you take it from here. I reached out to the transition leaders and we have Leslie Twitchell with us here today. She is a nurse on the oncology floor and she's going to tell us what's going on on June 1st. It's coming just right down the pike and what do we have to look forward to? Hi, Rob. Hi, Colleen. How you doing? Good. We're great. Thanks for being here. I mean, this is a big, you've been working on this for a while. I mean, it's not just something that's come together in the last month or two. What does the last eight months look like for you? So it's been about eight months to a year, and it's been a collaborative process with various um, areas of the hospital because we all have the same goal, which is a smooth and safe transition of our patients over to the Miller Building from where they're living now, which is um, the other side of the hospital, mm -hmm. right? And um, so I've been collaborating with almost every aspect of, of um, the hospital you can imagine from IT to senior management to patient support to patient transport to scheduling. All of us have come together um, to tackle this goal from a different angle. What are some of the, the actual like activities you've done to prepare for this day? Um, what we've been doing and what we've lent, what we've come up to at this point is actually doing tabletop moves of almost Lego people um, figuring out how you're going to get from one place to the hospital over to the Miller building safely with patients, all the way up to using standardized patients and traveling standardized patients through the hospital from one end of the hospital to the next safely, um, and using the algorithm that we have in order to make sure that we have exactly the um, amount of time that it's going to take and enough nurses on either end to make sure it happens safely. It's a dress rehearsal for June 1st. Yeah. Exactly. Now this sounds like a huge endeavor. Like, what was the nurse's voice in this process? That's a great question. Um, really, when we first came and w I was asked to be a transition leader, I thought maybe what was gonna happen is management was gonna come to us and say, um, okay, we're moving June 1st and this is what it's gonna look like. But really the opposite happened and management came to us and said, okay, you guys are on the ground floor. This is affecting you the most. What do you want this to look like? So we have, with um, patient support and patient um, 
uh, advocates, um, family and patient advocates, have worked together to figure out what this move is going to look like and feel like from a ground floor perspective. Those of us that are doing it, the patients, the families, the transporters, what's it going to look like and feel like? So they let us define that. For a nurse, June 1st is a big day for this hospital. And we joke that no one knows about it, but we've been talking about this for a while. What should a nurse on June 1st expect? What do you think that experience is going to be for them? So I think actually that nurses are going to function um, exceptionally well on June 1st. I think we're all trained to deal with situations that are that feel heightened. This is going to just feel like one of those days where we've got a task to do. It's going to be laid out the day before and we're going to get it done. Um, as a transition leader, I will help oversee what patient is going to move when. And we're going to, um, for example, have staff staffing on both sides of the of the hospital. So a patient assignment will be will be nursed by two people in the morning. One of the nurses will go to the, the Miller side, but will already know what patients they're getting. And we will transport in that fashion. You will you will um, have a nurse on one end, have a nurse on the other, and we will be double staffed on both end of, ends of the hospital. Wow. Sounds like you guys have done your homework and that this should be quite the smooth transition. Absolutely. Any, any apprehension or sounds like you're confident? Yeah, I don't really have any ap apprehension. I really think that this is what um, nurses do best. No. Thank you so much for being here. Just to kind of provide a little insight on the last eight months, thanks for all the hard work you've done. Um, I'm excited for June 1st and looking forward to uh, coming in and helping out. Thanks for joining us, Leslie. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks, guys. So it sounds like we're going to be busy. Yes, I be. We're working on how many puns we can get in on this podcast. But in all honesty, June 1st is going to be a really big day for our hospital. I'm excited for all the great work that's been done. And in talking to Leslie, it sounds like we're in a really good place. I agree. She gave me a lot of confidence about the move. Yeah. The podcast had a lot of great stuff. I hope you really enjoyed learning more about the B Award. Yeah, please nominate someone, and we always appreciate you listening. Reach out to a colleague if they don't listen so that we can keep trying to promote and let us know if there's an initiative or someone you would like us to highlight. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Have a great day.